Welcome back. It's a brand new episode of Pop Cannon. This is episode 72. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I'm Robert. And I'm Joe. Today we are discussing 24, Mm -hmm. the very first episode. It's an S1E1. Robert, uh, you want to tell everyone listening and or watching at home uh, what an S1E1 is? So basically, when we created this version of the podcast, we decided to take a show that was beloved by at least one of us and has been seen in its entirety and that the others of us have never seen or maybe have seen some but not all and get our raw reactions versus a dedicated fan who's desperately trying to convince us to watch it. Uh, and We just kind of discuss how you would when you're trying to tell a friend, hey, I've seen this entire show and you should watch it too. Yeah, well, if you're here, uh, you obviously have a taste for the finer things in life. Uh, So why don't you join us? We're here every other week. We're talking about the latest releases. And as this week, we're talking about our old favorites. So go ahead and give us a like, a subscribe, give us a review. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Uh, we'll go over all of our groups later so you can join our conversations. Um, just hang out and become part of the Pop Cannon family. But yeah, like I said before, we are discussing the very first episode of 24 starring Kiefer Sutherland mm-hmm. uh, all the way back in November of 2001. So wow. this show is actually okay. conceptualized pre 9-11, which is crazy to... Uh, actually put into perspective it got delayed because of 9-11 <laughs> it did and they cut out a certain scene of a certain airplane <laughs> certainly exploding yeah yeah uh somehow <laughs> some way though the show is only delayed one month post-release um and well, everybody and, forgot about it by then right well we were all <laughs> gung-ho america at that point my mind is my mind is blown at the release of that yeah, dude. It's my crazy. Completely blown because I'm watching this and the whole time I'm going, wow, this is a love letter to the Patriot Act if I've ever seen one. Yeah. And here, rather than what I thought, it was life imitating art <laughs> rather than art imitating life. Amazing that Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer had the influence on literal american <laughs> geopolitical stances going forward forever so that's interesting but like i said this show incredibly popular i remember i didn't watch it until it was further into its popularity so like season five season six i think is when i picked it up but i remember riding the school bus to high school and listening on the radio every morning, they would do a mm. 24 recap once mm-hmm. a week <laughs> where they would recap the previous night's episode in 24 seconds or Those something magical like that. days before podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I wound up really enjoying 24. Um, and I honestly, after rewatching the first season very recently, I've noticed a lot of my filmmaking and writing style is influenced by this show. (laughs) Um, The way I shoot scenes and Mm -hmm. stuff, the handheld cameras, 
um, yeah, that was the natural lighting. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I've I've been a fan of twenty four. Jordan's the homer for the show. If if that wasn't apparent yet. <laughs> so uh, Joe, what's what were your initial thoughts on twenty four, the first episode, having never seen it before? Um, I kind of hated most of it. <laughs> uh, like one, like it's got that like dying breath of the 90s vibe to it just like everything from like the soul patch to like the oh yeah yeah all the vibes of everything the teen fashions and lingo just like really <laughs> fucking stabbed me right in the gut um and like speak like it was interesting after the fact to learn about that like the 9-11 delay and everything because one like I mean, I was nine, so, like, I had never heard the word terrorism before 9-11 anyway, even though, right. like, I yeah. know it was, like, a concept going back. But, like, the fact that, like, a counterterrorism unit was, like, even, like, in the public eye. But I wonder right. if this show would have been as successful if not for 9-11 and, like, <laughs> people riding that wave of, like, fear. Yeah. No, that, absolutely. Like, really, like, drove this show. It was just, like, a really weird kind of thing looking back. Um, and like Jack Bauer, like I read like a, a thing that like Kiefer Sutherland really liked like Jack Bauer's gray morality, which like gray morality would be fine if Jack Bauer wasn't like telling you that he was such like a boy scout about everything. <laughs> he like has the little like speech about like those guys compromised once. And I'm like, five minutes ago, you illegally hacked your daughter's email account. <laughs> so like, what, what are we really talking about here? Um, but she could have been in danger, Joe. <laughs> I, she obviously is in danger, but like, I don't know. Um, yeah. And like the whole, like a hate group hiring a hitman from out of country. I'm like, that's not really how hate groups work, but like, <laughs> I guess we're a lot more familiar with our hate groups today. True, um, very true. Yeah. Which like yeah. that kind of brings up the fact that like, I'm very much looking at this through a 2022 eye a show that came out 21 years ago now. And I don't know, like the gimmick is kind of fun and I really, but it kind of makes me more excited to see how it like gets fucked up along the way. But I don't know that I'll watch any more to find out more about it. <laughs> um, Yezzy, what did you think about it? So it's weird. Yeah. Like it's definitely hard. I think especially just, maybe it's just the pilot. But the like you had said, the aesthetic of the episode is very Ally McBeal, I guess. It's <laughs> a name that I could throw out there. It is. And it's jarring if you're not like in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's strange to see stuff lit and look like that and people wearing what they're wearing and that, that woman's hairstyle in his office that I just like the whole time I was like, holy shit, she just wore that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that was like the style back then. No, no, then. no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Wait, like, which no one? The hacker or the the mistress? Uh, the, his office wife. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just That's Nina. Nina. Um, it's a. I feel like it's a really strange episode, and I'm sure there are much better, more tension and gripping episodes with the format that they give you. They are. Um, but this is definitely not that episode. <laughs> um, but I don't think necessarily that it was bad. Um, it being the first episode, I feel like it was, they really opened up like 
I think it was five squares at the end of it, like five open threads that you're going to obviously pursue going forward. And I don't think I've ever really seen a first episode do that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes pilots kind of try to tell a full story just in case they don't get to tell any more of it. And this was definitely like, fuck that. We've got it. We know we do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily bad. I definitely, especially considering I was going to assume 2003 was going to be my guess. Um, they, they, they finished the, uh, the final cut of the first pilot, April 24th, 2001. Wow. So, uh, they had it locked in, but then they had to edit it and remove the scene of the plane exploding. So I'm assuming the plane explodes in New York City, or is it just the fact that the plane exploded that people were like, oh, fuck. It exploded on screen, and like, now you just see it off screen, and it was probably like over the desert. Because she's on her way to LA. That's right, they said that. No, I just, I was like, um, but yeah, there are certain threads in this episode that are really strange. Like the whole thing with the plane was like a lot of time spent on that for whatever reason. A lot of red um, herrings too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This show um, is notorious for red herrings. Great. I, know, I feel like the most awkward part of this episode was literally when Jack went down and grabbed that dart gun and then <laughs> shot that dude in his office. <laughs> and let him sleep for at least 40 minutes <laughs> you you could go to jail jack not if i'm right <laughs> <laughs> that's like just cra- like i know i feel like i when the writers wrote that they were like that's gonna be the most gangsterish shit that's ever happened son and it's just like <laughs> now it just seems like a dude that's like really overstepping all of his uh all of his boundaries <laughs> you know you just keep a trank dart in the office <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case you need to negotiate. What if a bear gets in here? You don't know. <laughs> well, they have a whole weapons closet that he mm-hmm. walked over to. At yeah, that but point. it's not fucking Golden Eye. <laughs> it might be Joe. <laughs> he literally like was standing there and the weapon was coming up and he would scroll. <laughs> yeah, I'll call the CIA and be like, do you guys have uh, tranquilizer guns? And they're like, yeah, standard issue. Where do you live? <laughs> There's Where one in your live? house. Uh. <laughs> Overall, what did you guys think about Jack Bauer? I know, Joe, you mentioned you thought he was kind of... It's kind of a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> to put it plainly. Yeah. His daughter, like, he knows his daughter's gone. The first thing he does is, I better read her diary. <laughs> that How was her planner. How much my daughter's privacy can I invade in one hour? That was her planner. <laughs> her planner, Dude. whatever. <laughs> her plan was go to party with the boy. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I I no like I don't think I don't think Jack's necessary. I think obviously he's a good character because he carries the show and shit gets really serious later on. Um, but yeah, in this episode, he's like dealing with a lot. Um, and some of it like not necessarily timed perfectly well <laughs> for him. <laughs> like, no, he keeps taking personal calls in the middle of like an assassination attempt on a senator that's running for president. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that would be like a no go. Um, but yeah, he's just su- like he, he, he's just such like the savior. Uh, <laughs> like that's what yeah. I feel like. Yeah. He just yeah. is like he's everything he's gonna say is right. 
and he's never going to have a wrong intention. And at the end, everybody's going to be like, man, that Jack Bauer, he's skating on thin ice, but God damn it. Does he get the job done? (laughs) (laughs) I like Jack a lot as a character. He's a very complex character and he doesn't really get to show off in this episode, but uh, there are several episodes in the first season alone that Kiefer Sutherland like puts on a fucking performance cool. and like knocks it out of the park. And I, I believe he won an Emmy or a Golden Globe or something like that for in his performance one? in season one. Wow. But just getting into some other characters, Robert, you mentioned uh, the senator, yeah. David Palmer. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on uh, the Allstate guy. The Allstate guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Dennis Haysbert. <laughs> I definitely feel like we're in good hands. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I would vote for him as president. Although, um, why does his wife want him dead? And <laughs> that wasn't his wife. That was his assistant, and it was a red herring because that guy was actually a photographer. He was just weird, <laughs> and now he's dead. <laughs> Oh, okay. She okay. was like his campaign manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. The she was the that one came that came in. in when he was talking to his wife. And was Got like, it. Okay. There's a call for you. And he's just like, fuck you. And then his wife's like, who is that? And he's like, fuck you yeah. too. Okay. Okay. I thought it was his <laughs> wife that was on the phone at first. And I was like, why is this bitch selling him out? What the fuck? <laughs> I was real confused. Okay. No, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. Um, But yeah, no, he, he, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested in what happens to him going forward uh, just to see if like he does get assassinated <laughs> yeah, or if he becomes president, right? That's the yeah. two tracks. Uh. <laughs> but if he got assassinated, it would tear this country apart. <laughs> well, this is just the primary. Oh, yeah, okay. California okay. This is the California, the day of the California mm-hmm. presidential primary. But he's got a shot <laughs> and he's got a shot. Yeah. Or does he have a shot? Oh, like a fo- oh. like a photo shot. Wait a minute. But he but he didn't <laughs> shoot Princess Diana. Yeah, dude, I was so confused by all of the plain stuff, basically. Because they <laughs> wanted you to think that he was the assassin. Yeah, but, he but also like, he was like, they yeah, I him- met I met Princess Diana, but I didn't shoot her because that's not how she died. <laughs> he, like he, he, that dude might as well have been twisting a overlong mustache yeah. over a train track. Like that's how cartoonish. Well, that's they what they wanted. You but to it's yeah. that's what they wanted you to think. He's just like a smug photographer. Yeah. So like, it's so fun watching, knowing that mm-hmm. he's just like a red herring the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And knowing and that she's that, just there for him. Then he says that he did Munich too, and you're like, "Oh man, there was a terrorist attack in Munich." <laughs> this photographer who keeps finding himself in the wake of tragedy—that's <laughs> like, oh. that's the bigger story, Jack Bauer. <laughs> it's so like gross, though, to like look back and be like, "She just fucked that guy and then killed him." Like, what the fuck? But like, I'm and everyone she- else, right? I'm guessing she stole his ID to like go in his place as the photographer, even though the assistant had already talked to him on the phone. So I don't know what her explanation is going to be. <laughs> I don't know how she got on the plane to hide a bomb in the fire extinguisher. But 
Oh, those are that's standard issue. Yeah, that's every plane every has plane an actual it's bomb somewhere. <laughs> it's funny though because the producers worked with a former FBI or CIA agent. Yeah. Uh, to like figure out how they would get a bomb onto a plane and stuff, and it's from failed attempts. People actually tried using that stuff. Like okay. somebody put a bomb in a fucking fire extinguisher and tried to get it on the plane. Yeah, and they caught him. He probably got a job as a fucking service boy or some shit and (laughs) got himself into the plane somehow. I will say, though, like the overall plot of the first season, because it it is one full day. It is a very interesting and complex plot that I think works. Like looking at it as a whole. So like, yeah, I mean, the first season, like a week or something. No, the first season is one day. One day. Now then, are the next seasons consecutive, or is there like time between? There's time between, and they don't necessarily all follow this format exactly. Right. Okay. Every episode is one day. No, right? no, every, every episode, episode is, one, is hour one hour of one day. The what? whole season. The whole. <laughs> so how did you not two know this will be was two a.m. to three a.m. And he does not sleep. As far All as of that in this episode happened in one hour. Yeah, where the yeah, fuck it's in you? real time. <laughs> you know, events occur in real time. That's why said he's it like out loud when the title card came out. They said the following events. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I heard, I heard it. I'm just like thinking about all of the shit that happened in the episode and feeling like how impossible that is for all of that to happen in one hour. Yeah, yeah, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> but like, that's the gimmick. <laughs> It's television, I, baby. I think I think the thing that confused me the most is like they were like everything that you're about to see takes place in real time, and then they jump cut from one time zone to a different time zone, and then came back, and I was like, well, that doesn't help me fucking center where the fuck we are. When did they go <laughs> to a like, different time zone? At the just right beginning. in the cold open. It was right yeah. in the oh, cold yeah. open. It was like yeah. four four a.m. and Kuala Lumpur or whatever the fuck wherever the fuck they went. And I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because it was like they had an undercover agent like radio yeah. back to CTU basically and yeah. and tipping everyone off to the start of this whole thing. He called right. his wife five times in one fucking hour. <laughs> Their daughter's missing. <laughs> oh, three of the phone calls took place while his wife was just aimlessly fucking walking around their house after their daughter was missing. She's like fucking cutting her toenails or some shit. Like, get the fuck out there and look for her. You certainly don't seem fucking concerned. <laughs> well, she snuck out. She snuck out. Yeah. So. And everybody was like super chipper about being up way later than any other adult human is ever fucking comfortable being awake. By the way, all those people are well past their 30s. <laughs> then none of them have any reason. And the one and then the fucking and then the the uh the senator's uh, assistant girl comes in. She goes, can I get you coffee? I'm like, bitch, it's one o'clock in the morning. He's got to write his speech. He's pulling an all-nighter. Everyone's pulling an all-nighter. Literally. <laughs> Literally. At, after a certain point, they started doing recap promos, like, mm-hmm. from week mm-hmm. to week. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it would start off with a voiceover of Jack Bauer saying, like, my name is Jack Bauer, and this is the longest day of my life. Yeah, that's that's the thing. By the end of the season, did they start putting like bags under everybody's eyes? 
<laughs> in the makeup <laughs> maybe basically some of the characters look like shit by the end so i will say like the attention the, like, to like last shot like him finally like going to sleep <laughs> his head hits the pillow and then his alarm goes off it's like what a day <laughs> his alarm clock is just that sound like beep beep <laughs> that's so crazy I'm sorry. Yeah, how did you not know that that was like? No, 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 no. I like I I know I know that in like in my head, but like as I'm watching it, and like the clock is counting down and shit like that. Honestly, I was using the clock to tell me how much longer I had in the episode. (laughs) It was propelling. It was propelling me through. When I saw twelve fifty two, I was like, "Thank fucking god." (laughs) No, see, I don't necessarily mean it like a bad thing. I just was like. It was nice to have like a waypoint. Like no show ever tells you like it's almost over now. Uh, so it was nice you, to have you that, need, like a like. Mario Kart lap counter on your shows. <laughs> 77% complete. You're like, yes. <laughs> well, what other uh, interesting like moments happened in the episode for you guys? Did you find anything interesting or compelling? Um, I don't trust the friend's dad he seems pretty sus just the oh, way he oh. said tell me where you live i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like an enemy of jack bauer he's trying to get you <laughs> i thought it was uh crazy that that to her the daughter's friend was like like fuck that dude <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it works in a furniture store though they had full-blown sex and got out of there in the time that it took her mom to get off her fucking ass and go look for her. Yeah, it must not have been very good sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, Jack did say to Terry at the start, like, oh, well, I'll, I should be back within the hour. Yeah, if yeah. she's not back by then, we'll go out and look for her. Yeah. yeah. Well, he kept... He said when I get home like three times right off the bat in the episode. So I was like, oh, he's definitely not going home. (laughs) (laughs) That's for fucking sure. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Jack Bauer does not go home. (laughs) There's bigger things at play here. Oh no, no. Yeah. It's just like dude with the briefcase that showed up like on command, basically (laughs) it felt like, um, (laughs) Which is even crazier that it was after midnight. Uh, <laughs> that like that whole part of it was just so awkward. I feel like with that guy in his office, the and guy then, with the like the little black disc of like breaking yeah. any computer or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and then and then Nina coming in and out uh, of the Mason. office. George Mason. Yeah. yeah, I felt like that. That whole sequence was just really strange. Um. And I don't know if that was, like, the most effective way to, like, show what the show could do. Mm-hmm. You know it's, what I mean? It's not. Like, it's just it's clunky as fuck. As a way to sell the show, if if it weren't for the gimmick, I don't think that it was, like, a good enough hook. Yeah, yeah. I think, personally. No, I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But I, yeah, I, that- I also feel like this is the ki- the type of show that, like you kind of have to invest more than just like an hour in yeah. because there's so much to it and they, they have so many different threads going. Yeah. No, that, that, no. And I think that's, that's really fair. Um, cause it doesn't seem like 
I don't think that you get everything that the show is probably capable of in this episode. Yeah. Um, there wasn't even like a real gunfight. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) well, it's because they're kind of handcuffed. It's like with that gimmick of like, well, there can't be a gunfight in every single episode. Yeah. And he lives really close to work, by the way. Like he does really close. Yeah. He's like on the base. He just rolls out of the front door and he's there. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you're watching the show with commercials, it would eat up more of that time. That's when he shits. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's been a a polarizing dispute. (laughs) I remember, I, I do remember hearing like, at least one stand-up comedian talk about the show and just be like, what happens when Jack has, you know, uh, he's running late and he grabs some gas station sushi and he's just got to deal with food poisoning for like three hours. Like that's not really compelling television. He's like on the phone, like just give me a minute (laughs) and the fucking timer going off and he's just sweating. (laughs) But like, as he said, I think it would have been good to have like a small victory in this pilot. Just to yeah, like yeah. have like something to kind of show like all aspects of the show instead of just like dip your toes. I kind of mm-hmm. wish they gave us a taste of everything, not just what they gave us a taste of. Right. <laughs> Absolutely agree. Because it is it's an action heavy show, right? Yeah. It's like that, action thriller. Yeah, and that's I mean, the thriller part, I feel like is pretty well executed. But the action part is just so undersold here. But they yeah. probably didn't have the money considering it was a pilot to really do a lot of shit. And I think they probably spent a lot of their budget on that plane explosion and they had to cut it. <laughs> like, honestly, if you think about it, like, yeah. was yeah. it like, was it an impressive looking plane explosion? <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Does it exist? They probably have never released the footage of that. It might be on like the DVDs. Yeah. yeah, my like brother the real has the first DVDs. episode that Fox doesn't want you well, to see. Well, actually, they have a uh, like an uncut version of the pilot where there's no commercials, so it's a full mm. sixty minutes. Oh shit! Yeah, I would be really interested to see that of a different episode because I don't know if I want to spend this first hour again, but <laughs> any other hour, I feel like probably be really interesting to see like the full uncut how they get from place to place with the time frame and trying to get all of that lined up around. And I keep doing that because I'm thinking of a clock in my fucking head. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm thinking of like where the time slots would be. Like we spend the time here, then he's driving. So we cut over to this shit and we get rid of that. Like, I think that'd be pretty cool. Hmm. So like thinking about the writing, like, okay, well, while Jack is driving here, we need something happening. Yeah. Like you're always trying to shuffle characters and like in and out of the focus. So you can't just yeah. have like an A and B arc. You need several different things to kind of occupy time, mm-hmm. which I think is fascinating to do. Yeah. So you don't, so you don't have to show the boring shit. Yeah. <laughs> like Jack forgets to put a K cup in his Keurig. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Now he's got to refill it with water and wait for it to heat up again. <laughs> yeah. They're doing all the driving now in the middle of the night because if they tried to go like during daylight hours in L.A., they'd never get anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. What did you guys think about Kim, Jack's daughter? daughter? Yeah. Kind of annoying. 
super I fucking thought, annoying. <laughs> I thought it was really funny that like she had like three joints in her room and she's running out of the house to go hang out with fucking 30 year old men essentially the posters on her walls like on her door <laughs> the first poster that i saw like she had posters of every kind of genre right but like they're selling her as, as this like rebellious badass and the first poster that's on her door is fucking cold play and i just laughed <laughs> it's like those punk motherfuckers in cold play <laughs> i want to know what it is with these teenagers and candles <laughs> <laughs> like she she broke out of her room and left all these candles lit and then he calls her ex-boyfriend he's sitting there playing video games with his friends but there's like 10 candles lit all around him. <laughs> like, <laughs> these high school kids just really want to set the ambiance i think they, maybe they're trying to get rid of the smell of the weed <laughs> <laughs> it's possible <laughs> yes he texted us when he was watching it when um, they finally hacked her email account and the password is life sucks one word. <laughs> Lowercase one word. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I fucking lost it. <laughs> and like she has such like good moments in the first season and then all of a sudden there's just a shitload of like she's a fucking idiot sprinkled throughout. <laughs> Like, you're like, oh, good, I like Kim again. And then it's just like, no, she's fucking stupid. What are you doing? <laughs> and they did, like, an okay job of, like, half-heartedly telling me what's going on with the family. But I'm not really mm-hmm. sure where everybody stands on it. Like, they, yeah. te- they tell us that she's, like, mad at the mom, even though the dad's the one that left. But he came back. and then, But then she, like, says that her dad is dead later. And it's like, okay, yeah. are you, I guess you're just mad at everybody now. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I just took her saying that her dad is dead is like a thing to say. Yeah, really. that's kind of what I assumed. Her burying her dad to like that guy because I don't think she was trying to tell him anything. Well, no. she said about six anything. months ago, which was specifically, I think, when he came back, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. No, I think that's when he left. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he just recently came back. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't understand how if he's coming back, she's got an issue with her mom. Right. They're going to they elaborate on it. Okay. And like, that's what I mean with this show is like in rewatching the pilot and the pilot only, they really Mm -hmm. just kind of set shit up and they're just like, well, that's it. That's our those are our threads. (laughs) But they knew they had at least 13 episodes. Yeah. That they could tell a story in. That's nice. It's also very <laughs> funny that the woman he's like maybe cheated on his wife with or at least like slept with while they were separated is just like a copy paste of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> with crazier just 2000s like, hair. Yeah, just the same white lady. <laughs> Which is crazy because uh, that's Sarah Clark who plays Nina. Mm-hmm. And they cast her the day of filming the pilot. Really? And wardrobe had to, like, they didn't have time to fit her for anything. So she's just wearing her own clothes for <laughs> Nina's costume for this sh- season. Well, I'm glad she sh- I'm glad she showed up in business casual, at least. <laughs> well, she obviously she, like, knew, but. That's pretty crazy <laughs> in, like, a, a very unprofessional way. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if, like, someone else 
was originally cast and like something yeah. happened. Like, I don't know any details beyond the original the morning actress was of... on her way there and her plane exploded. <laughs> Robert, we can't say that we're in a post nine 11 world. Well, say... I'm talking, I'm talking about it happening before nine 11. You can't say bomb on a plane. <laughs> I think did that happen before nine 11? <laughs> I think it sure was pretty strongly discouraged before nine 11. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure Meet the Parents happened before 9-11. I think that was 2000. But yeah, I was just going to say, like, the show itself <laughs> was, like, surprisingly progressive for 2001, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Definitely. They do Definitely. some more things, like, throughout the first season that, like, constantly surprise me. Does the show stay so progressive that it gets a female vice presidential candidate for the first time that nobody likes? <laughs> I don't know. Are we talking about Veep? What are we talking no, about? No, Sarah. Sarah Palin. Oh. <laughs> are we talking about like, Veep? The show's like ahead of the curve. So in like in 2006, the show was like, oh, yeah, that's the first female vice president, but nobody likes her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it was kind of progressive. I don't know. It was like a weird thing where they were like. He was like, check on Palmer. And his assistant's like, isn't that kind of racist? He's just like, he's a likely target. And it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> that doesn't make it any less racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're suddenly investigating him before fucking yeah. primary. And like talking about like progressive, like, and you said like Jack's kind of like a savior before. And like, it's kind of like white savior then when it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. he's the like thing that stands be- between this black man and death. And this whole country and falling apart. And he's just like, yeah. I need to find my daughter. <laughs> Concurrently. <laughs> he couldn't be like, he couldn't be like, hey, hon, this is probably going to be something big. You might have to go look for her on your own. <laughs> Jack, somebody's going to get assassinated and you're the only one I can trust. And he goes, nah. <laughs> Are you sure it's just me? <laughs> can you yeah, can Jack. you not ask literally anyone else? <laughs> I'm having kind of a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's literally missing. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't like that they just like tell you like flat out like nobody trusts him instead of like <laughs> showing nobody trusting him around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it's you know there's a lot to get through in a pilot I get it but also as he said you maybe didn't have to plant as many seeds in the first hour to have like I mean, a got, realistic amount of things happening in an hour we had we got A through like E mm-hmm. threads right you know and I'm sure the season does that with all of them like you have to twist them up and then let them shake back out I feel like yeah for sure um, but yeah there's just Maybe not just do that many out the gate. Like you could set one of them to start in like the next episode so we could get a little bit more feel for any of the things specifically as opposed to like being there for just enough time to be like, this is the lay of the land and then move to the next thing. I I do think it's interesting, though, because it's not a traditional pilot and because the whole season takes place in one self-contained day. Mm -hmm. They kind of move things along at like a pretty rapid pace, I feel like, throughout the season. Payoff wise, like, are they just like hitting the next thing and then just moving on? Because it's only been a few hours. Like, 
like the the stories that they're setting up like obviously these five i'm assuming wrap up at the end of the season or mostly the stories that start in this episode are ended at that at, at the last episode but are they like ending some of them mid-season and starting additional stories oh yeah then, okay yeah there's stuff that'll wrap up and then they'll introduce new things okay okay so it's interesting and it'll set yeah. things up in a weird way going beyond that yeah, yeah. Um, but then also how was the like the viewership for the show did it pick up because i feel like joining this show mid-season would be an issue and this is kind of in like i guess tivo time and not necessarily everybody having a dvr yet so probably a little bit more difficult i feel like to get people if you miss them from the beginning um yes and no but i'd imagine that like the previously on kind Mm. of summed things up pretty well yeah yeah but viewership wise like i know season one had like an average rating of like 8.6 million wow (sighs) and then after that season two was like 11.7 million season three was 10.3 okay how do you You know know this right off the top he's reading it (laughs) i'm reading it i have it i have it pulled up i thought you just had these stats memorized i was like wow you really like 24 jordan no I did my research, Joe. I came prepped. I came prepped, okay? No, but I figured I figured uh there would be a jump between season 1 and season 2 because that would all just be word of mouth. Yeah. Like that jump from 8 to what was it, 11? That's mm. like that many people telling another million or so people to watch it. And and Fox like this blew up for them mm-hmm. like between mm-hmm. this and American Idol. Yeah. Like they were rolling in it with yeah. viewership. Um, and 24 was considered like a really good, successful show because even though some seasons they dropped in retention, mm-hmm. like it didn't necessarily matter because there was still a strong it didn't overall ca- it didn't viewership. Crater. Yeah. Yeah. And it never it didn't went do below. What Walking Dead did. <laughs> like that first season, that was the lowest rated yeah. season, I believe. How many seasons were there? Uh, a total of eight, I believe. <laughs> 24 seasons. <laughs> yeah, there was eight. Every season is one hour. <laughs> there was eight seasons, and then they did like a, a shortened six-episode miniseries a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, and does the spinoff count? Or is that what you're talking about? What? No, they didn't. Actually, they had a, yeah, it was like a spinoff series called 24 Legacy. I, yes. I'm not counting that. With the dude, With the dude that was in Walking Dead. One of the guys that was in Walking mm-hmm. Dead was the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a little bit of that. Uh, I never finished it, though. It was all right. I just wasn't compelled <laughs> just enough to wasn't keep the same going. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I feel like uh, as far as the, um, the layout or however you want to word that of the show, I feel like it was pretty original, especially for the time. And like nobody could really bite that style without everybody being like oh you're just doing 24 thing so they really like created a niche and then like blocked off the back of it because you can't really do that you know everybody's just going to be like oh you're fucking doing the 24 thing yeah um so i think that that's really cool um i don't 
quite understand why so many of the clips were in frames like I was reading a comic book. I think just, just to show a split you like concurrent things. Yeah. yeah, because things are happening simultaneously. So yeah, did they do that more than at the very end? They they do it like kind of throughout before they transition from one to the other. They kind of like pop in to show you like where another where character might be at is. currently. Yeah. Meanwhile, but yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, it's that. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's I, just I didn't a, like it in that. It was Hulk probably movie. cooler in two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, that Hulk movie came out after this, right? So oh, they God. stole that from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did the 24 Ang Lee thing. was like 24. You like 24? <laughs> yeah, I I like the the real-time aspect of the of the show quite a bit. It's, def- it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, it's a fun idea. Because I think although it puts restrictions and limitations on like what you can do i think it also opens up a breath of fresh opportunities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for things the story yeah the, the the storytelling aspect of it is like you really get to do some cool shit if you really sit down and think about like what would be the craziest hour to give this guy <laughs> like every week I can't imagine like sitting here in the writer's room trying to come up with like, okay, we need to block out like yeah every single second and account for like every part of this person's day. Cause you got to think just like what you can do in an hour, like really. And then be like, all right, well it's TV. So we could add like a little bit more and try to make it compelling. But there's like, I feel like they just heaped so many <laughs> different things onto him yeah uh and like that that crew that he had and that the the guy that was in charge or whatever that told him not to trust anybody mm-hmm. yeah um i was like all right so he's definitely saying it in a way that makes me not trust him also <laughs> richard walsh <laughs> should have said not even me <laughs> it's definitely like well he's pretty suspect <laughs> And I don't even know what's happening yet, but I'm like, I don't trust that guy because he keeps saying it. He's like, not even your own fucking team. And I'm like, whoa, he's telling you he's the bad guy for the season. He's telling you. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it would make sense if he put the least trusted guy on the investigation. He's like, nobody's going to fucking tell him. He's not going to find out. Yeah. He's like, I need Jack Bauer fucking busy and out of my hair. How do I get him to chase his tail? (laughs) That's what I would do if I was him. Like, yeah, I need you to uh, investigate a uh, fucking an assassination. Is that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> Look into that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Jack's all busy. He gets to do whatever he wants behind the scenes. But at the same time, I feel like if it does end up being him, I'd be pissed because like, <laughs> why not like wait till like the next morning and like give yourself some time. <laughs> <laughs> Why call well, you'll have to wait until episode uh, seven. seven? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it it's cool what they do, honestly, with the whole season long mystery of who is trying to kill David Palmer and why and what's going on with it and how that evolves and spirals out of control um, as it does. But I don't know. Uh, was was there any other interesting aspects for you guys for the show? 
I mean, Soul Patch. We I gotta know Tony Almeida. What's what's what going on his, with Soul Patch? What crawled up his ass? Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't maybe like he Jack. He's asleep. It was. It is midnight. Like maybe he's asleep. Yeah. Well, that and he doesn't like Jack. Also. Yeah. Because he gets how come he gets to fuck all the girls? <laughs> <laughs> he turned in his own guy and he slept with his coworker. How come I'm not like him? <laughs> or how like come I don't have the, the money? things that he does, but not because he's doing them. It's just because he's not doing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. I'm going to guess that Soul Patch is actually the most trustworthy guy in that office, but they just don't like each other. And it's just like a it's just like a male alpha male headbutting scenario. Well, they don't like but- each other because Tony is currently sleeping with Nina. Oh, and, and Jack have a history, mm-hmm. so he They're doesn't just never like going to like each other. Yeah, so that's the reason why he's being Tip- such a dickhead to Jack. Yeah, yeah, but just yeah, like but why is he being such behavior. a dickhead to me? <laughs> because Nina is also like just like dr- let's drop everything and do something that Jack's doing. Yeah, I mean Nina's it's your like, job. <laughs> you work for him. <laughs> he's your fucking boss. But. Um. I like that yeah. it took him like literally 10 seconds to hack it to. He was just like, click, 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 click. All right, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why every like crime drama from this time had to have like the alt girl involved. <laughs> like, the hacker the girl hacker. who was like, she looked like she was 10 years too old to be looking the way she did <laughs> with her pigtails. Uh, she was out. Representation matters, Joe. She what? was out at the club. All right. Oh, she was at the club actively when she got the call. Yeah, yeah that's what she funny. said when she, she was still she on got the called down. In. Yeah, <laughs> probably. She's still bumping to ecstasy in the office, <laughs> riding that Molly wave. And she's like, "I'll hack your daughter's <laughs> bank account. I don't give a shit." <laughs> Email what? No, okay. <laughs> I'll add a couple commas in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys watch the rest of this show? Joe first. No. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not really interested. I'm happy that it was so successful. I know like a ton of people loved it. However, many millions of people watched it every year. It's just not that interesting to me today as a person who had never seen it before. Um, yeah, like all the like kind of like terrorism, fear baiting kind of stuff really has died out <laughs> so yeah. i don't i don't know that i would find it that entertaining as a fresh watch today i'm not saying no because i didn't like it and i don't think that it would be entertaining i don't know one if i really want to watch it with all those commercials for one <laughs> um because i watched it on imdb tv and it's free but there's commercials and they're not bad they tell you how many that you have to sit through. Um, I don't know that I have the time. I'm not even watching stuff that like I want to watch. <laughs> so putting it onto the list, but like down, you know, to like I may never get to it, but it's always been an intention kind of a thing. Um, so like I'm not saying no. It's just like priority wise in terms of how I have to watch everything now. Like I haven't even started Peacemaker. Um, just it's difficult to shuffle stuff in as it is and most of the time when I actually get time to watch TV I don't want to fucking pay attention to anything 
I want to just like zone out. So very true. I don't want to commit to a watch of something. I feel like you have to give it the energy to, to, to put forward into it. What about you, Jordan? Is this going to be the start of round four? Well, I already watched through season one, so I'm currently in a rewatch of season two right now. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep the, I'll keep the watch along going. Um, Keep the flame alive. But, but but now if we want to hear from you guys, so if anyone else wants to continue watching 24 or have never seen it before and are sold from this very episode on checking it out, it's for free on IMDb TV, like Robert said before. Um, and it's also on Hulu, according to Joe. Yeah. So and there's check plenty of streaming sites out there. It's 21 years old. It's fine <laughs> to steal the show. <laughs> yeah. They made the money that they're going to make on it. Yeah. <laughs> so check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, you could hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at pop cannon. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, the pop cannon collective search that and hit join. We'll let you in. No, it's it's blood out. You <laughs> anyone's allowed in, but it's blood out. Like yeah. you have to get matched out to leave. <laughs> true, 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 true. Robert, let the good fine folk at home know where they could find our podcast. Well, if you're listening to us right now, you're either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Play thing, or one of the other smaller podcast platforms that I don't know all of the names of. But if you search for us on any of those podcast platforms, you will find us pop cannon with a K because we're special. Don't sue us Kellogg's. <laughs> and if you like consuming media with your eye holes, uh, Jordan also edits these podcasts as videos and uploads them to our YouTube channel. Uh, find us at pop cannon on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe over there as well. Uh, drop a comment underneath if you want to let us know what you thought um and check out some of our older episodes they're all up there um they are yeah all of them yeah uh we have new episodes every other wednesday so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of them because we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about this coming 2022 is gonna be fucking crazy i'm already so tired (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all are we're all so tired anyway for pop cannon my name is jordan i'm robert i am joe and we'll see you on the next one